Jackie. And I'm Candice. Welcome to WTF. Women Talk Finance. Our WTF podcast will take a simplified approach to finance. And we talk about investing, a topic we believe women don't talk enough about. We'll discuss common financial questions and challenges that women face in business and throughout their personal lives. A quick disclaimer before we start, the opinions that we're gonna discuss are just that. They're just our opinions. We are not here to give investment advice. We will be talking about who we are, what we're about, and what information we'll be bringing to you. We'll be speaking to women from all walks of life whose experience will help us frame some of the issues and challenges that women face today in business. Maybe you're starting your own company and investing in your future. We're gonna talk about knowing your worth in the workplace how to ask for that raise, and we'll also talk about investing, something we believe that women don't talk about enough. You'll find this is a common theme throughout our podcast to come. How to invest, different kinds of investments, and how to pay yourself first. We're gonna give you actionable information that will allow you to understand how to make your future better starting today. Let's start with ESG investing. ESG refers to environmental, social, and governance. Boiled down, it's investing in the things that align with your values. This isn't a novel concept, right? So we just want to invest essentially in things that we believe in. But ESG is really just kind of taken on its own meaning. But at its core, it's just investing in things that you believe in and are passionate about and that you think create value for the future. According to Motley Fool, ESG investing is a form of socially responsible investing that prioritizes financial returns alongside a company's impact on the environment, its stakeholders, and the planet. The financial performance of ESG stocks have recently drawn investor attention due to the market turbulence related to the pandemic. Many companies with strong ESG track records show lower volatility than their non-ESG counterparts. Essentially, Good corporate behavior means better performance, better business results. I see where you're going with that. (laughs) And Ted Crunch reports that a recent Morgan Stanley survey determined that 85% of all individual investors were interested in sustainable investing. And we can likely expect that that'll continue to increase. ESG is a bit amorphous, but I think as we break it down, we'll recognize that it's probably more natural and common than we would think. I think when you add an acronym in there, it makes it a little more scary. But at its core, ESG is focusing on environmental impact, social impact, and governance impact. So we can give some examples of those. Right. And I think we've been talking about ESG in its form for a couple years now. But I would say overall, we've been talking about the concept of this type of investing since the companies, you know, since we've been working together and before. I mean, really, that's something that's been important to us and a value of ours. I think when I first met you, I was a, you, were, you would talk about companies that you liked and wanted to shop at or companies you didn't like and didn't want to shop at or didn't want to support. And I think without knowing, that was you kind of, you know, you were interested in ESG. You were interested in how companies were running themselves. I think personally of Tom's shoes. I like investing mm-hmm. or purchasing Tom's shoes because of what they stand for, one for one, right? And that's not anything I had to do any complicated finance for. It just feels good. Mm-hmm. So I think naturally some of this happens when you're aware of kind of where you can put your money and that your money is kind of like a vote for something. Right. And I think we live in a space now of total access to that type of information, right? So we really have access to know what the companies that we're believing in, that we are supporting, both with our business and as an investor, 
we have the ability now to determine pretty easily, you know, where they align. And ESG is simply just kind of the, the more formal version of that. Yeah, absolutely. If we look at environmental impacts, this can be carbon footprint, climate change policies that a company may have implemented, um, greenhouse gas emissions. I can think, I, I flew to town this morning and I flew on Delta Airlines and on their screen, it was carbon neutral since whatever year they became carbon neutral. I think it was 2020. But it, it's, it's everywhere once you start looking for it, mm -hmm. I think. And if it's not an environmental impact, it's a social impact. You know, how do they source their supply chain? Is it ethical mm -hmm. supply chain sourcing? Is it employee training and development? Is it policies on sexual harassment or discrimination or inclusion, diversity. I, I think it is, it's everywhere. And with a demand for increased transparency in investing, we're gonna continue to see that these companies have to be transparent about what they're doing in each of those classes. Mm -hmm. The governance piece is something that we've cared about for quite some time, you know, we really do want to understand, you know, the board, the leadership of this, group that's running the business and their ethics, right? That's been something that's been really important to us since day one. And now this is, it's more spelled out for us, right? So I think that's a really great example using Delta. Companies have more of an incentive now to kind of promote how they fall in each of these categories. I'm interested to know, so again, going back to when I first met you, I'm kind of vaguely aware that you'll shop certain places where you want to support the company or you'll avoid certain places because of maybe some policies they have. If someone was curious and saying, okay, I'm interested in this company, but I, I don't know where their stance is. I don't know what their stance is on employee training or on sexual harassment or on carbon, being carbon neutral. How would you kind of encourage somebody to go do their research on that company to find out what their policies were, or what their stance was? Well, if they don't have, you know, necessarily an ESG ranking, you know, obviously I think we have we have the interwebs at our mm -hmm. at our disposal. You gotta be careful with that. I think there's a lot that goes into the internet, of course, and different different opinions swing one way or the other. There is a research nonprofit, Just Capital, and they do an annual analysis of corporate performance. And they have a pretty comprehensive ranking of companies on ESG issues. And so that's a really great way for us to access that information. You know, and a lot of times we're engaging with companies that are kind of still in those early stages. Mm -hmm. We ask, right? I mean, it's not uncommon for us to ask some of these questions that are really important to us and, and get a feel for their answers. We have the benefit of doing that and having those decision makers in the room. But it hasn't been uncommon for us to have a meeting. We've got a partner that we've, we've got a couple of partners that we've worked with where they had a pretty sizable team and it was all, you know, white males. And we've been pretty vocal about saying, hey, you, you have a bit of a diversity issue. That is a challenge. It's a challenge for us. We might be in a better position to say that in our world yeah. than maybe others. And we always come from a place of opportunity you you need you should expand with with who you're recruiting because diversity brings so much to the table you're really cutting yourself short if you're not including you know a broader group of people on your team there's really formal ranking but i also think there's taking a look for yourself checking out their website seeing what their core values are yeah i do think it goes back to aligning personally you don't have to overthink it if you care about where your dollars are spent what would you care to know about that company? Or again, the companies we work with, with Roe, a lot of them are startups, so they may not have the resource to, to build a really 
environmentally conscious team from the get-go, but you can see the progression as a company grows and scales. Is it something they're thinking about? Mm -hmm. Maybe not the whole package, maybe not everything in the environmental category, but you can see cues here and there. Do they care about how they treat their employees? Mm -hmm. Do they have a good company handbook? You know, that talks about their policies. Have they been thoughtful about that? Are they thoughtful about their governance and how they're run, especially knowing that transparency is important to investors? I think these are little cues that we sometimes intentionally and sometimes even unintentionally, just naturally now, start to look for. Mm -hmm. And we gauge kind of what we think of the company. We make judgments based on what they can provide and show us in each of these categories. We do, yeah. And giving opportunities to grow and adapt and change. ESG, while not necessarily a new idea, it is a new kind of newer way of ranking. And I think the great thing about it is it's giving businesses the ability to self-reflect, right, and grow. Mm -hmm. Giving companies the opportunity and the ability in the space to grow and evolve and improve, that's great. If Delta just became carbon neutral in 2020, good for them. Yeah. They're growing. They're moving in a, in a good path and that's that's amazing and they should be patting themselves on the back for that. And I like that they added that to the conversation because had I not seen a screen that said we're carbon neutral, I don't know that I would, would have boarded that plane, taken my seat and thought to ask, is this right. company carbon neutral? Probably not. How often are you going to think of that when you get on an American Airlines plane. or Southwest Airlines and kind of thinking about I wonder if they're carbon neutral. It's starting new conversations. And for new investors too, that want to participate in conversations but may not know how, ESG is a hot topic now in the regulatory space. And so it is bringing things to the forefront that previously weren't part of conversations. New investors aren't behind on anything. Right. Just like the rest of us, they can go search that information and then bring that to the table. That's a conversation point now. What's your, what's your ESG, your right. stance on ESG? Again, it has been around for quite this concept. I think it was Nike was in trouble for having child labor make yes. their shoes. Yes. That is at its core an ESG issue. We just didn't necessarily have a ranking. They did get put on major <laughs> blast for that as they, you know, as they as they should. Is Nike gone? No. They've evolved. They've improved. They learned that lesson and they've moved forward and done better. The reality is, is that we as a society are very used to this concept of picking companies that we want to support based off of these three factors. And I think this allows us just to make the conversation a bit more natural, a bit more commonplace. And especially for younger investors, millennial investors, this is a really important topic. Not to say it's not important to everyone, but it's really coming into the forefront of a lot of people's minds. They are in investing simply based on ESG decisions. Right. David Gardner, the co-founder of Motley Fool, says about ESG investing, make your portfolio reflect your best vision for everyone's future. Think about the world that you want to create because sure enough, your dollars and my dollars together are helping to shape the world. Isn't that true? I mean, your values are different from my values, but I'm gonna put my money where I find value, right? What, what I, how I wanna see the world in the well future. Said. Well, well I didn't say it. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, David Gardner. Thanks for listening to Women Talk Finance. Interested in investing in cryptocurrency? It's a simple way to diversify your portfolio. But what about the impact that cryptocurrency mining has on the environment? 
we have a solution. It's called CryptoWell. CryptoWell uses eco-friendly technological infrastructure to generate power for cryptocurrency mining. Accredited investors go to rowcapitalgroup.com to power your portfolio with sustainable crypto mining. Every day you hear about people making money by investing in IPOs and startups. But what about you? These kinds of investments are simply not available to Main Street investors. At Row Capital Group, we are committed to providing access to strategic, early stage, primarily low market correlated investment opportunities. Accredited investors go to rowcapitalgroup.com for more information. Row Capital Group, empowering your financial journey.